recent story that I heard was uh, was the stock market being impacted by a uh, a photograph that had been developed by uh, artificial intelligence and uh, tweeted out uh, uh, showing a, a bomb, an explosion uh, at or near the Pentagon. Then then I find out that the you know this part of the story was it didn't even it wasn't the Pentagon didn't even really look like the Pentagon just words that said it's the Pentagon uh, and a uh, news uh, group in India uh, pushed that uh, narrative even further and it was all fake but the stock market still glitched my guest on the crosstalk on WIZM to talk a little about uh, artificial intelligence uh, and uh, and uh, chat gpt and other Artificial intelligences is uh, my guest, James Chernaski. I appreciate you spending time with me this morning, James. Is the genie already out of the bottle? Are we are we already uh, running behind? Yeah, that's a great question, and I think that when we're looking at artificial intelligence, it is out of the bottle. It's out there. It's been used for a very long time, a lot longer than people realize. The difference being is that historically, over the last ten years. Artificial intelligence have been used in what we'll call the unseen ways. It's been in the form of predictive text or suggested images or things of that nature, or even in the way that we look at social media and how it organizes content. A lot of that gets driven by artificial intelligence and algorithms. And when we're looking at this situation here, um, yes, the genie's out of the bottle. Now we're seeing it in more outward-facing ways in the form of ChatGPT, which is about producing text for you. Um, and having op-eds or, you know, research or be able to be more of what we would call an answer engine. And that's different than what it's historically been uh, in the past. So this is just a developing use case situation here, but it's a very promising technology. And it's very important that the United States gets this right, because if we set up the wrong rules, then we're going to basically cede all grounds to our adversaries in this space. And that would be very unacceptable. Well, no question about that. In the meantime, what do we do? Uh, you know, it, it's technology that certainly can't be bottled back up. So, uh, you know, it's kind of like cybersecurity. We hire yeah. we hire people that we catch breaking into various unbreakable sites to try and catch others that are breaking into unbreakable sites. What are we going to do to try and, I don't know, we can't control artificial intelligence, but uh, keep a handle on it at the very least? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think what it comes down to is education, education, education. Uh, our consumers need to be you know, more informed and aware of things that could be produced by artificial intelligence. Um, and it's something that we're working on. I mean, this is not a new issue. Like I said, I think a way that we've seen this develop in the past was with uh, the notion of deep fakes, which are, you know, photos that could pass as genuine but are certainly not real. I know you mentioned the Pentagon photos uh, with the explosion. I remember reading about that. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those situations where I think, you know, as we have people that are increasingly online, it's just about them being a little bit more diligent stewards of acting online. You have to understand that not everything that you see online is the truth. Uh, novel concept, I know, but uh, not everything you read online is true. So I think it's about being able to just adjust your consumption accordingly and always have a healthy dose of skepticism. So that way you're not just going and buying into whatever you see that's there. You go and you couple it with your own organic research on your own. And, you know, that's really where it comes down to. This is an educational issue because the technology itself 
is neutral. There's no regulation that's going to be out there that's going to be able to prevent, uh, you know, people from doing the, the Pentagon photo, if you will, right? And when that's the reality of the situation that we're in, then it's just, you know, it becomes very clear, very crystal clear that what we need to do is just empower people to be equipped with the knowledge to just understand that not everything that they see is real or just, just accept it as so. So and I think that that's really the biggest thing that we have to do between now and looking forward. Government regulation. There are those in Washington, D.C. who want to regulate AI. Is that an option? Is that a viable option? Yeah, I think there's always a, a fair role for the regulations to be around, um, you know, where it's, it's one of those things where regulation certainly has a role. But the question is, is what are those regulations looking like? And when there was a Senate hearing last week, one of the big proposals that was getting circulated around was, oh, well, maybe we need to go and require licensing for AI development and deployment. And that would be an atrocious uh, outcome for artificial intelligence development here in the United States if we were to go and require a licensing regime. Um, if anybody knows anything about occupational licensing, sometimes there's this adverse effect where it actually goes and closes off opportunity to people. Um, to actually get access to these opportunities that are there. So I think that we want to avoid that with AI. But then there's also other proposals out there that are saying, well, maybe we want like an international regulator like CERN, which is responsible for the development of nuclear reactors around the world. And, you know, the thing that, that's bad about that proposal is that, you know, how's nuclear, you know, reactors, you know, construction been going in the world over the last several decades? Uh, you know, they're going kind of, do that for you, it hasn't. It's been actually very bad. We've actually just seen a lot of countries offlining nuclear reactors, even though they provide immense amounts of energy and it's very carbon friendly. So I think that if we were to go and have something like that for AI, it would mean that we would have, we'll go and take the growth and potential of all good that AI can do and just stunt it for decades. And that would be, that would be truly catastrophically bad yeah, because well, we know that China is not going to play by those rules. Of course not. China won't play by anybody else's rules, their own rules, period. James Chernowski, Americans for Prosperity, senior policy analyst and technology and innovation expert and our guest on Lacrosse Talk this morning. James, thank you very much. I'll be back in touch when we have more questions about artificial intelligence and, well, technology in general. I appreciate you making it simple 